Well, like me, you probably thought you knew that story. But I'd like you to turn to it, please. Would you please find page 1028? Just keep a finger in it uh, for a moment. We can't remember. Indeed, if we ever knew who came fifth in one contest, uh, let alone 129th in another. Uh, fame doesn't keep a record of the losers. History isn't interested in them. Sometimes you find that perhaps there's a big, uh, I don't know, something like an Olympic race. And then the person who gets the gold medal is disqualified because they discovered afterwards to have been taking drugs. And what happens after that is the person who was second gets the gold medal. Imagine how you would feel if you'd, you'd almost bust a gut to run your utmost in some, I don't know, 800 meters, say. And someone else just pips you at the post. And you feel, I've got to settle for second best. But then someone comes along a couple of weeks later and says, actually, no, you got the gold medal. Imagine how you would feel if you'd been in Strictly or The X Factor or The Apprentice and for some other reason, all the people above you who'd won were disqualified. Perhaps a whole team on The Apprentice were disqualified. And you who'd been fifth until then. Actually, no, you came out on top. I noticed something in this story that I've never noticed before. In verse 12, the angel says to the shepherds, this will be a sign to you. You'll find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Well, obviously, if they are the ones who are going to go to Bethlehem and find the baby who is lying in the manger, well, then obviously, when he says, this will be a sign to you, he means that you shepherds, you lot, you lot to whom I'm speaking. You're the ones who are going to go to Bethlehem and you will find the baby in the way I've said. But only 12 words beforehand, and happily both in English and the original, the angel has said, a saviour has been born to you. And I've always thought that that kind of means, yeah, well, that's, that's everyone, isn't it? Uh, a saviour's been born to you. Yeah, well, that's the whole world. This is the saviour of the world, after all. And the, the old chorus is going to sing, and on earth, peace, goodwill. So if, if the, chorus is, the choir of angels is concerned with the whole earth, then when the angel says, uh, a saviour's been born to you, he means everyone. But let the choir of angels look after themselves for a minute. If in one place he says, you are going to go to Bethlehem and find the baby, then it's reasonable to think that only 12 words before, when he says, a saviour has been born to you, he means not the whole world at that point, but you shepherds. A saviour has been born to you shepherds. And shepherds were complete losers. They were never going to come top of anything. They moved about when most people were settled. You couldn't rely on them, couldn't trust them. 
They kept very odd hours, and they were very smelly. They were at the bottom of the heap. And yet the Savior, born in David's town, has been born to you, shepherds. Matthew, in his gospel, is interested in the wise men and the ways in which the wise and the understanding come from the ends of the earth to worship at the foot of the Christ child. But Luke, in the story we had today, is most interested in the shepherds, the untrustworthy losers from the fields just next door. And both are true. The Savior is here for the highest and for the lowest. The highest must bow the knee. The lowest get to meet the Savior and to bow the knee. Yes, he's the Savior of the world, and yes, it means peace on earth, and yes, it is worth... What was that phrase that we sang? I, hadn't, I, I liked it. Stairways of starlight. It's worth all of that. But he's also Savior for every single one of us. For Doreen, and for Nick, and for Tony, and for Steve. He's Savior to the child whose parents were blown up in a suicide bomb in Pakistan earlier today. He's saviour to the Christian families who are persecuted in Iraq and fleeing it in large numbers. He's saviour to the royals who arrived by limo at Sandringham and to those families anxious about friends and relatives who were, over, who were overturned in a coach uh, just outside Norwich Airport on Friday, yesterday. He's saviour to those who won the X Factor and to those who lost The Apprentice. Each one in need of God to draw close to us despite all that we might do and think and be that makes him want, uh, or could make him want to avoid us. There is not a one of us here. There is not a one out there for whom he did not come to the ends of the earth. And this is what God is like. Let's pray. Lord God, we've thought as we offered our prayers earlier in our gift tags of those who may need you in special ways. And there is not a one for whom Jesus didn't come. We gather as those who have particular concerns, who have friends or family far away or in need, and there is not a one for whom Jesus didn't come. We gather ourselves perhaps in the best of health, rejoicing this morning with family all around us, yet knowing our need, and there is not a one for whom Jesus didn't come. Lord Jesus, thank you for coming for me. Amen.